Nick, really good to see you back for another campaign in the BTCC. We'll talk about the dawn of the hybrid era in a second. Um, let's just briefly, um, Nick, think about last season, which was an up and down season for you, wasn't yeah. it? Um, what what could you take away from last season that you're going to bring into this season, which is going to make it a better one for you, Nick? Sure. Um, well, obviously, uh, it was a new year, new season for, for Team Hard in terms of the car, um, brand new car for us. Um, I would say we were slightly disappointed with the car in general. We thought we had a lot more pace in the car than we, we were able to extract. Um, and personally for me, I would, I would say I struggled um, physically in the car a lot more than I was expecting to. Um, braking wise, um, you know, just uh, being able to manage my left leg under, um, you know, under race conditions. Um, and it got to a point where I was really struggling towards the end of the race. So, um, you know, really important and strong things with me were like first lap. Um, really strong and then as the race went on my legs started to deteriorate um, you know I then started to struggle so um, done a lot of work over the winter um, I actually didn't know I was going to be on the grid as of as of March the second I wasn't here um, wasn't going to be on the grid at all so um, you know plucked up everything got all the sponsors together um, everything's a bit a bit last minute um, but I'm ready to go happy to be here super grateful to be here really grateful for the opportunity and my sponsors and, and now I'm going to make sure I work on my, my condition, my legs to, to make sure that I can continue to, to maintain the pace throughout a long race. Mm. Uh, just just to, to touch on that and, and then leave it, you have a lot of support uh, out there Nick and, and obviously your performances get discussed on social media, we've talked about this yeah. before and there's always going to be the keyboard warriors yeah. who, you know, who are out there but you have got an overwhelming amount of support for what you do with your and very honestly well publicized condition yeah, which yeah. must keep that smile on your face yeah for sure i mean at the end of the day i'm not i'm not racing for those keyboard warriors you know i'm, I'm racing for myself and and if i'm honest any of those keyboard warriors can come and have a go in a touring car and um and try and match my my pace as an able-bodied person um and i seem to to be able to do it as a with a dis with a disability and have all of these physical limitations um and uh, you know on the grid is the pinnacle of british motorsport <clears throat> you know we're, we're separated at sometimes you know by a second and there's you know 32 cars on the grid especially this year so you know i'm, I'm happy to um to, to have a go with anybody that wants to um, take it to me and uh, yeah they'll, they'll show the, the quality that I am actually as a, as a driver and, and what it takes to be a driver in the British Touring Car Championship um, and I don't do a bad job but um, yeah I mean with every year that goes by I just want to improve get stronger and stronger um, and it's hard because there's you know 30, 30 drivers on the grid 25 of them have been on the podium so um, it just shows the, the level the quality that you're having and uh, that you're racing up against and even when you're, um, you know, feeling like you're doing a bad job and you're sitting in P20, you still might be racing Colin Turkington, who's having a bad day, and he can't even, you know, get up the grid in uh, in some cases. So, um, you know, I'm proud of what I do. As I said, I'm I'm, I'm not here for anybody else other than myself. Um, and uh, just following my dreams, and that's that's what I'm so proud of. So moving into oh, excuse me, Nick. <coughs> sorry. So moving into the hybrid era which is going to shake things up a lot isn't it mm. how much time have you had uh, in the car you said you came to the party a bit late yeah. <laughs> i'm just wondering whether that smile on your face <laughs> is the giveaway yeah um zero okay. um so haven't been in the car yet um had my seat fit last week uh we just managed to uh commission hybrid in time so um we'll be running hybrid um tomorrow uh for the first time luckily for me obviously I, i've been in the cupra all year last year so um it's 
going to be very homely there um, in the team especially as well and um, using the same seat and everything all the modifications are the same um, so the only thing I need to get over and get my head around it is hybrid so um, your guess is as good as mine um, going into my first couple of laps tomorrow um, and just using it as a shakedown really hmm. um, just seeing what the car's like and, and how hybrid affects um, you know the drivers and, and the cars in general. Yeah. There's extra buttons on the steering wheel more to think about mm-hmm. uh, for the drivers next season but also sure. in the conversations that you have with the team because the hybrid is going to change race strategy isn't it and how much have you had chance to think about that and talk to the team about that yet? Uh, not at the moment. Um, I think everybody is just trying to get their heads around where they where they start and how um, you know is best to to strategize um, hybrid um, around the driver, around how they drive as well, um, and their technique, um, and then what works for the circuit. Um, and so, I think it's cool because you know you feel like um, like. Formula One drivers because we've got to be switching and changing <laughs> loads of different maps throughout the race and, and making sure that um, you know it's not just balls to the wall like it um, normally is in touring cars. You know, there's a lot more strategy involved now, um, looking after the battery re- regen with the battery and when you decide to deploy. So um, I think it's it's great for the sport. It's great for for British touring cars as a championship to have this strategy side of things, um, and it's gonna make the teams more professional as well in deciding you know, when and where they use it. Yeah, You make a good point there because it isn't just about being quick, is it? You've got to be a racer uh, and a thinker mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I think um, you know, motorsport isn't all about being the quickest. You, know, you look up and down the grid and the person that wins the race isn't always the fastest, doesn't always have the fastest lap. You know, it could be the smartest person. You have to you know, outthink people um, as well, and uh, you know, use your your knowledge or experience as a driver to to um, manage situations. Um, you know, all in like tenths of a second, you could be doing 150 mile an hour, especially here at Thruxton. You know, and you've got to decide where to put your car to to make sure that um, you are one um, not going to be taken out of the race, and two, you're going to gain some positions. Um, so there's so much more to to a driver um, in the British Touring Car Championship, and you know, especially as I said, there's so many drivers around, 32 cars or so. You know, you're right in the mix, and it's all about making those split decisions. Um, and obviously, pace comes with it because you need the pace to to keep up with everyone. Yeah. You always push yourself as hard as you can. I know we, we've talked about this in the past. What, therefore, is, is your expectation of what you're going to achieve this season, Nick? What, have you put a mark in the sand of, of what you're going to be happy with at, say, the halfway stage? Uh, I've realised I'm never going to be happy. Um, <laughs> uh, I always always want more from myself. Um, and I think that's that's the reason why I'm here today um, is because I've always wanted more and I've always you know, pushed that that boundary, that limitation, and um, you know, I was always, I was born on the back foot. You know, I was pretty much born with three wheels on my wagon, and every day is is a lot harder for me physically to to get by. Um, but I've 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 learned to to deal with my condition and and learn to be a a disabled person in an able-bodied person's world. Um, and so, at the end of the day, that's what I am in terms of a driver. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to be as able-bodied as possible. And um, at the end of the day, I do have my limitations. Um, does it affect me in the car? It can do. Um, so this year is making sure that I can minimize that disadvantage as much as possible. Um, I don't think I'm any less talented than anybody else here on the grid. Um, just my limitations you know, affect me sometimes uh, from lap to lap. So I think the first 
uh, first task, the first goal is to, to minimise the disadvantage and second to, to try and get in the points. That's definitely where I want to go. Good ambition, good aspiration to have, Nick. And it's a real pleasure to see you back in the series. And I know your, your many thousands of followers will be pleased to see you back as well. So do have a fantastic season. Thank you, Steve. Um, before you go, <clears throat> our little bit of pre-season fun sure. is on your left-hand side. There are All six right. cards there, six questions. You can choose three. Choose your three uh, questions, read out the question and give me your answer. Sure. Okay. Um, who has been the most important influence on your racing career and why? Um, <laughs> uh, well, um, this one goes without saying, obviously, um, uh, my bigger, m more annoying and uglier uh, <laughs> brother of, of Lewis, for sure, is definitely the, the biggest influence um, I could ever wish for and have had. Um, you know, without him, I, I wouldn't be here today having the desire to race. Um, would know nothing about motorsport without him. Um, I don't think I would be the, the man I am today without him either. Um, so, you know, he hasn't just uh, affected my career or influenced my career in motorsport, but influenced my whole life um, as a human, how I, how I go about my everyday life and how I um, always know want more and, and and try and get the best out of myself regardless of my situation so uh, definitely um lewis 100 percent and uh yeah we're closer than ever and i'm so proud uh, so proud to, to to be his brother um and hopefully he's just as proud to, to be my brother too his season and your season overlap mm -hmm. do you do you talk during the season of course we do um yeah i mean i i, I watch absolutely every every session that lewis does and you know I'm, I'm with him in the car i always have been with him you know even though um, last last weekend he was um, the opposite side of the world. Um, you know I'm still still with him and and supporting him regardless. Uh, and I think um, his his next race at Imola is is our first race at Donington. So um, it, it's 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 a it's a massive achievement for us as a family uh, to have me racing on the same weekend as Lewis um, because obviously they my parents looked at me and there was no way I would ever be able to, or they thought there'd be no way I'd be ever to be able to, to race a car or have a race weekend. So I'm proud to be sharing the same weekend as him to, to race. And um, so, yeah, we definitely talk, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, we're only a phone call away. And especially with technology these days, it's, it's so much easier to keep in touch. Do, do they have to have two televisions, one on Formula One and one on ITV for the CCCC? <laughs> so when my, when, my, when my dad comes and watches me race, he... Um, you know, he has his iPad, uh, okay. has his iPad on whilst he's watching, um, you know, watching my race. Um, and I think at home, they they flick, um, you know, from channel to channel. Very diplomatic. Um, yeah, bloody hell! Hey, what, what do you think my parents have done to to deserve having two uh, two sons in motorsport? Huh? First question done. Two more to go. Sure. Second one. Um, what is your favourite racing memory? Uh, mine has got to be. Um, I've got two. Um, my first ever race in British Touring Cars um, in 2015 uh, at Croft. It was a massive milestone for me, <clears throat> being the first disabled athlete ever in the series, um, creating history in that sense. Um, you know, it was a, always a, a goal to be in the British Touring Car Championship, and I managed to do that in 2015. Um, and then 2020, five years later, obviously I, I, I didn't do consistent or consecutive um, seasons. Um, but it was my first season with uh, Team Hard, and that was my first points at Brands Hatch uh, GP. 
Um, and that was another milestone and a massive achievement for me to also be um, the first disabled athlete to score points in a British Drum Car Championship race. Um, so definitely got to be my favourite memory there. Two down, one to go. And last one. Um, when was the last time you told a lie? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, I don't tell lies. Good answer. Have a great season, Nick. Really good to see you. <laughs> Thank <Cheers>. you. <laughs>